It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Thursday game day edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm your very gracious and humble host, Eric G, raising my coffee mug to you this morning, saying thank you for making me a part of your day. Pull up a chair, sit down and relax. Let's get your mind off everything that's going on in the world. And for the next 20 minutes or so, Just focus on the Oklahoma City Thunder and what's going on tonight against the San Antonio Spurs and what could possibly happen in the playoffs. And in segment number one, I'm going to tell you why the Thunder are setting you up as the fan and themselves for some big-time disappointment. Carmelo Anthony spoke yesterday about what the Thunder's expectations were. Billy Donovan also spoke. Carmelo Anthony thinks the Thunder can make a run through the playoffs I think he might be halfway right, but he's not all the way right. And while ultimately this season over the next few weeks and the Thunder's future all hang in the balance, we get to that coming up here in segment number one. In segment number two, Billy Donovan breaks down the San Antonio Spurs, specifically LaMarcus Aldridge, who has killed the Oklahoma City Thunder during his time in San Antonio. But how well is Steven Adams doing guarding LaMarcus Aldridge. Billy Donovan gives us some insight on that, plus the Spurs have a 29-8 record at home this year that's the third best in the NBA. Does Billy have to do anything different in his preparation to face the Spurs down in SA versus facing them in Oklahoma City? And then we go back to Carmelo Anthony in segment number three because he will be making the playoffs for the first time in a long time. And what does that mean for him? And maybe what does it mean for his future here in Oklahoma City? And then Billy Donovan talks about Carmelo Anthony and his mental attitude and how the recent struggles have affected him or maybe not affected him when he comes into practice every day. So all that's coming up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. want to introduce myself to you if this is your first time listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, especially if you're a San Antonio Spurs fan and maybe you're a big-time listener to Locked on Spurs and this is the first time you're checking us out. Thank you for that. I did radio in Oklahoma City for four years. I am a credentialed member of the media. I'm usually at every practice, every shoot-around, that's here at home. I go to all the home games and try and get inside the locker room and do my best to get inside the mind of the players and the coaches and then bring that message to you. I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest, and today we are recording our G League podcast, which focuses on the NBA as part of the Thunder Digest network, so I hope you will listen to that as well. I've done post-games and pre-games for the Oklahoma City Thunder and have been very privileged to cover this organization and couldn't be happier to talk to talk to you or talk with you about a team the way I can with Oklahoma City. And you can always contact me at, on Twitter at G-E-E-H-S-O. That's at G-E-E-H-S-O. I would love your feedback. 
not only on the uh, podcast, but what you thought of the Thunder season. And if there's any questions I can answer, hey, hit me up or even hit me up at LockedOnThunder.com. If you're a business owner and you are targeting men between the ages of 18 and 44 coming into your business, then advertise with us here at the Locked On Podcast Network. It's daily podcast for your teams in the NFL, in the NBA, and even Major League Baseball, which is something that we just started up. Contact David Locke. He's our fearless leader and CEO, and he's also the voice of the Utah Jazz, which means he's also the host of Locked On Jazz. He'll tell you about our reasonable rates. It's DLock, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. I couldn't be a prouder to be a part of a network than I am, the Locked On Podcast Network. And I'm very excited to have you along with me, whether you're a listener or whether you're a business owner, and we do get results for our business owners. That's David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. Segment number one, let's talk a little Carmelo Anthony and what he had to say yesterday. After practice, Carmelo was the first media availability, and I was the one who asked him. I'll go ahead and take credit. I asked Carmelo Anthony about the Thunder not living up to expectations and how the team has handled it this season. The expectations were were put on us. Um, you know, yeah, of course we wanted to, you know, have a better record at, at this point uh, in the season with the team that we have. But, um, you know, our expectations was to just be the, the, the best team that we could be with the understanding that we have an opportunity to do something great and we have an opportunity to uh, make a run in these playoffs and uh, potentially uh, you know, play for a championship and that was the goal that was the ultimate goal so everything along the way up and you know up till that um, you know it was it was a little bit expected because it was something that was we put together so quickly uh, we had to make adjustments and whenever you put something like that together uh, it's going to take time for it to work. So this is this is a learning curve for for all of us. But I think it's in two weeks, a week and a half, two weeks, uh, we continue to do what we do, take care of our business. Um, I think people forget about regular season and just focus on the postseason. Okay, all that is fine and well for you to talk about how you're going to make a run during the playoffs. And then once the postseason comes around, we as fans will completely forget about how this regular season was so disappointing. You can't call this regular season a success. I've said this before on this podcast, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating it, but in no way, shape, or form is this a successful season for the Oklahoma City Thunder because at worst, they should have been third in the Western Conference which is where the Portland Trailblazers sit. And we all know that the Portland Trailblazers swept Oklahoma City this year. The other thing is that repetition leads to success. Developing good habits leads to success. Success begat success is essentially what I'm saying in a very long-winded way. Well, the Thunder have had some success and have been pretty good since December. I think they have the fourth best record in the NBA since December. But they haven't been consistent, and there have been droughts. And Carmelo Anthony Anthony in particular, who's usually good in clutch situations, hasn't been near as good in clutch situations, and 
unless you're the Golden State Warriors or LeBron James, I won't even say the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'll just say LeBron James, who have been to the finals, who have won the finals, who who have achieved those heights, you can't just flip a switch. Because that's something that is learned. It's not something that just comes naturally. And I'm sorry, but none of the big three on the Oklahoma City Thunder have a ring and have the experience of going to the finals other than Russell Westbrook. And he doesn't have the experience of winning the finals and playing with these two that all of a sudden you can just say, now we're going to turn it on and the playoffs are a different monster. There is experience there. I thought a couple of weeks ago that the experience would carry them past a team like the Portland Trailblazers. But after hearing the Trailblazers in their locker room and knowing what sweeping Oklahoma City meant to them and watching them play, just think the Trailblazers are in their head. The Thunder could get a couple from them, but they're not getting four. And you know my feelings on Golden State and Houston. The Thunder aren't getting four from them either. So they're setting us up for disappointment, and they're setting themselves up for disappointment. Yes, the Thunder will get past the first round, but anything beyond that should be considered gravy for this season, and that's just not where my expectations are. I don't expect the Thunder to make the Western Conference Finals. Now, you may still think that. I don't. I expect the Thunder to get beat in the second round, and if these guys expect to go any further than that, then it's going to be a very disappointing season. Here's Billy Donovan on how the Thunder are handling the expectations this year. So I don't really look at it as as, uh, the expectation part of it. It's because we've pulled a group of players together and half our rosters changed that are really, really good players. But it's all about a team to me. It's all about how your team gels and meshes and works with one another. And for us, that's been a process. And I think I talked about it from day one that it was going to take time for us to constantly evolve. I think our biggest struggles were early in the year in the months of probably November and December offensively. I mean, we were probably rating-wise, you know, 23rd, 24th best offensive team. I clearly knew that we were better than that, but we weren't performing like that because it took time. So sometimes it takes time for teams to evolve. Our guys knew the expectations, but they also knew that it was going to take time for a group of guys that have never played together to try to evolve to become a good team. One thing that's not being said by Carmelo Anthony and going back to to, to his audio there a, a, a few minutes ago, is Carmelo Anthony's not saying, hey, if we don't get it this year, we'll turn around and get it next year. And the more the Thunder don't have success, the more Carmelo Anthony and Paul George will think about leaving Oklahoma City. And you're probably okay with Carmelo Anthony leaving Oklahoma City because he's been a disappointment. I'm not. I still would rather have Carmelo here being a veteran leader, being a guy who's always positive, as Billy Donovan will tell us later in this podcast, it's the way Carmelo Anthony rolls. And I certainly would rather have Paul George here because that increases your chances of being better next year. And if the whole problem with this team is just that it took time to get where they were supposed to be, then they need another year of growing and they need another year of seasoning That's the only way we will ever see what we want come to fruition. Coming up in segment number two, how well has Steven Adams done guarding LaMarcus Aldridge? Billy Donovan tells us. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. 
After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, business owners. I want to talk to you here for just a second and ask you to do yourself a favor. And that is contact my boss, David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He is the one who developed the Locked On Podcast Network. David is the voice of the Utah Jazz. He's the host of the Locked On Jazz Podcast. And if you would like to be a part of this network, which every day brings you local daily podcasts about every team in Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, and the National Football League, then you need to jump on it now and get to be a part of this great product and help grow your business. David's done a great job of cultivating local talent that conveys what the fans are feeling and what is going on around the nation for every team. And if you've ever wanted that window into what it's like to be in a town or what a fan base is or what a fan base is thinking, then we've got it here at the Locked On Network. So email David at D L O C K E at gmail.com and find out about our very reasonable rates, especially if you are targeting men between the ages of 18 and 44. 98% of the people that listen to the Locked On podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. And they're very eager to help you and help your business. Segment number two now of the Locked On Thunder podcast, Thunder and Spurs tonight. It's a TNT game. I used to hate the San Antonio Spurs. Really did, because they were the antithesis of everything that the NBA was. Gr- growing up as a Showtime Laker fan and then later a Knicks fan, although the Knicks were sort of the antithesis there. All, the, the Knicks did have stars. Patrick Ewing was a star. John Starks was a personality. Charles Oakley was a personality. They may have been prickly, but they were personalities. The San Antonio Spurs are void of personality. And that made them not fun. But over time, even though I didn't enjoy the way that they played basketball, even enjoy, even though I didn't enjoy the fact that their, their players were very homogenized and, and, and brought nothing in the way of excitement that you could gravitate to, I grew to respect them, especially Greg Popovich. And even though he's only ever answered one of my questions... The record is what it is. And right now, the Spurs record at home, 29-8. and eight. That's right, 29-8, and 17-5 against Western Conference foes. That 29-8 and eight is third best in the association. So when facing San Antonio down in SA, do you have to do anything different? Billy Donovan, what do you say? I think the same things you got to do here. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to, 
I think, do a really good job of, of, of attacking the paint, playing off the dribble, making the extra pass, moving the ball. Um, you know, they're, they're going to um, you know, really, really be uh, good defensively in terms of protecting the deep paint, protecting the rim, and trying to keep you off the free throw line. So, you know, you're, you're going to – they're doing those things you know, both at home and on the road. And I think for any team, when you go on the, on the road to play, it's always more challenging. This is one time I, I, I don't call BS on a coach. And maybe I shouldn't do that as much as I do. I'm always very skeptical of coaches and players thinking a lot of time they're just feeding us stuff. So so we'll get done asking them questions and you, the fan, can can feel a little bit better about the team. But I, I do agree with him. I don't think there's anything you can do different in, in your preparation. And I'm not a big believer in home court advantage. I'm not. And part of that's the hockey fan of me because home ice advantage doesn't mean anything. And in football, we're seeing home field advantage mean less and less. And and ultimately, if you're a championship team, you should be able to win on the road. And teams don't do anything different at home than they do on the road. They run the exact same sets. They run the exact same plays. They try and score the same way. Sometimes it's just a matter of being in a place where you're comfortable. And Oklahoma City certainly has played in San Antonio enough over the last few years where they should be just as comfortable there as the Spurs are. LaMarcus Aldridge could be on the court tonight. Maybe not. He's got a knee contusion. But if LaMarcus Aldridge plays, we will hope that he does not do what he did to the Thunder when they met in Oklahoma City back in November when he scored 26 points and the Spurs came back from a big deficit. And in the playoffs a couple of years ago, LaMarcus really torched OKC. But since then, it's not as bad, but you do have to contend with him. And the guy that is in charge of that is Steven Adams. So how much better is Steven Adams at guarding LaMarcus Aldridge? Billy Donovan tells us here. But I think the more you play against a player, you know, for someone like Steven, that's was three years ago. He's three more years more experienced, and you probably get more comfortable and get a better understanding of how to play uh, against different players. And he, uh, you know, has, has done a good job. But listen, I've always said this: when you're going against high-level offensive players, you know, once the ball leaves their hands, uh, there's only so much you can do. And I think Steven has done a good job of trying to make it as hard as he can. You know, as, as it relates to getting back to him and trying to contest and challenge shots. And the other part of that, too, is he's so good at, at shot faking and drawing fouls and getting to the free throw line. So he's got, like, really, for, for a big man facing up, you know, at 15, 17 feet, you know, he's got a, a, an arsenal of different things that he goes to that makes him really hard to defend. I'm excited for this game tonight because going back to what I said in the first segment where I don't expect the Thunder to go any further Then the second round of the playoffs this year, I'll tell you exactly what happens on game night for me. And I don't know if you're like this at all, but even when I'm disappointed and I'm not feeling like the season's going the way that it should, or especially for some reason when Carmelo Anthony doesn't play well, which is all the time now, I get really down. I still get excited once tip-off comes around. And as we go through that 48 minutes, that roller coaster, that emotional roller coaster that it takes us on, I ultimately have hope. Throughout the game, I will have hope that the Thunder can make a run. And tonight, they'll show it. There'll be spurts where they'll show it. There'll also be spurts where we're all scratching our head. And if you follow me on Twitter, at G-E-E-H-S-O, we'll get emotional together. We'll go back and forth. We'll cuss about the game. Or we'll have to answer questions about Billy Donovan. But playing the Spurs 
still brings back memories of some of the, the Thunder's greatest playoff achievements. And for me, going back a few years before the Thunder made it to the Western Conference Finals against Golden State, ultimately to lose after being up 3-1. to one. Sorry to bring that up. Uh, I didn't expect Oklahoma City to knock off San Antonio that year. And that was one of the highs as a fan. That has been maybe the... Since I was not in Oklahoma City when the Thunder went to the finals, that has been my high as a Thunder fan. Just getting the opportunity to see the Thunder beat San Antonio in the playoffs and then take it on into the Western Conference Finals. So tonight, no matter what the outcome is, there will be moments of excitement. And who knows, maybe tomorrow I'm coming back on this podcast telling you that I've completely changed my mind. And I do think the Thunder can go to the Western Conference Finals. We'll see. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day. I'm your host, Eric G. And coming up in segment number three, Carmelo Anthony's going to make the playoff playoffs for the first time in a long time. So how's he handling it? We hear from Mello and Billy. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. If you're looking for men between the age of 18 and 44 to spend money with your business, then advertise with the Locked on Thunder podcast. Email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. Find out about our reasonable rates. David has done an amazing job putting together this network with a lot of great talent that can help you Make your business even better than what it is right now. That's David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Segment number three now, Spurs and Thunder tonight on TNT as we get ready to play this game. This year has been dominated by by a few storylines. Inconsistency. The bench play, or the non-bench play, the growth of Jeremy Grant, the growth of Terrence Ferguson is starting to play in that, and then of course, not getting out of Carmelo Anthony, what we thought we were getting out of Carmelo Anthony when when uh, Sam Presti made that trade and shipped in his canner off to New York. When we thought we were getting the Carmelo Anthony that that New York first got. This guy was going to be just like Kevin Durant. Russell was going to pass to him. He's going to hit big threes. And because Russ's game vibes so well with Kevin's game, there's no way that Russ and Carmelo couldn't have meshed. Well, and you're adding that to Paul George. We were all thinking definite super team, definite run, but it just hasn't been that way yet. But for Carmelo Anthony, one thing that he's very excited about is the opportunity to make the playoffs. Here's what he said about making the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Yeah, uh, I missed the playoffs for three and three, four years straight. Uh, 
prior to that, I've made the playoffs every year since my since my rookie season. So um, to have that feeling and know what that feeling is like, uh, and to not have that feeling, uh, you don't want to you don't want to experience that anymore. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come here to OKC because I saw the opportunity. Uh, understand what we have. Understand what, what we're capable of. So. Yes, it excites me to know that uh, the last game of the season, I start gearing up for another season and not focusing on where's my next, where's my next vacation is going to be. It's a different mentality. Despite Carmelo Anthony's struggles, he has maintained a very good positive mental attitude. Even if he's faking it with us in the media, I can't tell that Carmelo Anthony is is anything but positive and confident that he's eventually going to turn things around. Billy Donovan echoes those sentiments. I think when you're dealing with uh, a long season uh, with 82 games and the emotions of ups and downs and you know great wins and tough losses, you know emotionally and and, and, and mentally uh, it can affect your mood. It can affect your disposition. And, and I've always respected and admired that, you know, I think regardless of what's happened the night before, um, you can always count on that Mel comes back in here as a professional, ready to get to work and do what he needs to do to help our group. And that, that, I've been really impressed with that because I've never worked with him before and there was no prior relationship to, you know, the start of this season. Um, but he's been, a, he's been great as it relates to that. Man, I'm really rooting for this guy and, and I just want to see him get on track. Even if, even if this postseason run is shorter than what I want, to see Carmelo Anthony have a good playoff series would certainly make me happy. And that's simply just because I like the guy. And for Thunder fans, it's a matter of this team winning and seeing you happy as well. But they need seasoning. They need another year together. And I'm just, I'm just not hearing that for them. And that's what worries me about it is that over the next few weeks, not only does the season hang in the balance, but the future of this organization hangs in the balance. And I got to keep wondering what's going through Sam Presti's mind if Carmelo opts out and Paul George decides to go to Los Angeles. Where's the new talent coming from? And that's something that we've got to discuss here on Locked on Thunder over the next few weeks because it's certainly looms over us large. Thank you again for joining me today. Thunder and Spurs tonight on TNT. Follow me on Twitter at G-E-E-H-S-O and we'll converse about the game tonight and until tomorrow, Thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.